Hey everyone, welcome back to Adhering Apologetics. So glad you're joining us today. This is the beginning of a new lecture series where we're we'll looking at the life of origin today as part of a larger series where we're going to look at the philosophy of origin. Before we get into his philosophy with regards to things such as like Platonism or Universalism, we got to look at his life and just kind of see how that goes. So it's important to understand when we're looking at the life of origin that we don't have a concrete story. Um, there's a lot of different sources. Eusebius is used a lot. Um, there's all kinds of other sources. And it's important to realize that these sources don't give always the best information. He's known for his like perfect history. So it's important to consider that as we look into the life of origin, that this isn't an exact history, but it's kind of like, here's what probably happened, so to speak. So here's the early life of origin. He's a native of Alexandria, and he was born around 185 AD. And according to Eusebius, origin was born a Christian throughout his life. His father, uh, Leontonius, uh, probably butchered that name, was martyred in around 202. It's probably the case that his father was wealthy and connected, and his mother was not so much. Um, but his father's martyrdom led to origin thirsting for martyrdom, and his mother had a kinder the enthusiasm of origin for um, his own martyrdom. There's actually a story about his mother having to hide all of origin's clothes so he couldn't turn himself in, so that origin wouldn't just like become a martyr just like that. Um, and origin. There's just questions regarding origins, kind of like sexual diffidence. Um, there's stories where he allegedly made himself a eunuch. Um, so you can look at that and take that as you may. Um, but it's important to know that origin comes at a time when the Roman Empire is in turbulent times. There's sporadic Christian persecutions, but there's also a lot of emperors. It's around the end of the five good emperors. So it's starting to not look too hot in Rome at the time of origin. So Origen's going to dedicate his life to scholarship, and he's going to become a teacher around the age of 18, in part to support his family. His father dies, and Origen is left, along with his eight siblings, I believe, and he's to support these families. So he becomes a teacher, and while he's doing this, he's studying Hebrew, he's studying philosophy, and Eusebius um, claims, eventually, Origen finds a wealthy patron that would donate to him to help him kind of do his work, do his scholarship, that he would dictate to more than seven stenographers at a time. So it's common in, like, ancient practice, like, when someone's like writing a letter or something, they're telling a scribe what to write. So Eusebius claims that Origen is telling seven people at once what to do. So pretty crazy stuff. And he's going to write a lot of things like commentary on John, commentary on Genesis, on the resurrection, first principles. Origen does so much work, and it's important to understand that as time progresses. In Alexandria, Origen also prepares a corrected edition of the Septuagint, which is the Jewish scriptures in Greek. So after Alexandria, he leaves in around 216 AD to escape the Emperor Caracalla before being recalled back to Alexandria by Demetrius, who is the Bishop of Alexandria. He's also ordained a presbyter in Caesarea. Um, he also completes commentaries in things like the Song of Songs and Matthews. Um, he refutes the true logos by Celsus, which is an attack on Christianity. Celsus is one of the most foremost critics of the ancient period against Christianity. Origins used is the mouthpiece in the trial of heretics. And he's known for questions surrounding orthodoxy. Like, even today, people are like, is ortho origin heretical? Is he, you know, is he orthodox? Like, what's going on here? So there's a lot of speculation regarding origin. Um, Jerome even talks about a letter in which origin rebuts the idea that he prophesied that even the devil would be saved. So origin is probably a proponent of universalism to some degree. And, yeah, we're going to get into that later as we progress through the series. Origin suffers under Decius in 251, and then he dies when Gallus comes to power around 253, 255-ish at around age 70. So interesting life for Origin. And his legacy is Eusebius of 
inherits much of his library, um, but most of his work is already lost in about the century, give or take, to, from the time of Eusebius. So Origen is known as a famous Platonist, a brilliant scholar. And there's so much fun stuff to look at and explore when we look at the life of Origen, which is what we will do as we continue on next time as we go into the series. So thank you everyone for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this little uh, blip on origin and we're gonna get into more of what he thought about God and philosophy as we keep on progressing through this series. So if you're new to the channel, I always encourage you to subscribe, leave a like. Um, if you enjoy the channel, please consider supporting us on patreon.com slash Akira Apologetics. Origin had a nice patron that helped him to get his uh, kind of like apologetic theology career going. And hey, if you want to join us on Patreon and do a similar thing. So if you want to do that, I'd appreciate that. But thank you everyone for tuning in. Have a good one and God bless.